The government has revealed details of a package to get more medical graduates training to be general practitioners. Health Minister Andrew Little says doctors who choose to train as GPs will now be paid as much as their hospital counterparts. And the minister is with us now. Tenakwe, Minister, now just to hand, there has been a cyber attack on a large North Island GP network. Can you give us the latest on that? Tenakwe, yes. Um, the advice I've received is that Pinnacle Healthcare, PHO, operating around the Waikato, has had a cyber attack. I, I don't know the precise details of it. I am advised that there has been uh, some exfiltration of data, that is to say patient information ha- has has been lost. Um, but Pinnacle is informing patients and I think will make a public statement uh, at some point. And uh, who is investigating it and do we have a time frame of, of when we will know whether or not that how compromised that information might be? Well, Pinnacle, the PHO concerned, is conducting its own investigation. They will have their experts and turning external experts onto it. Um, and I, I will be keeping Te Whatu Water Health New Zealand in touch with the progress of that investigation. Kia ora for that. Now, just moving on to this package that you have announced today. Uh, there have been some concerns, though, raised, as you well know, from GPs around times blowing out, waiting four to six weeks for an appointment. Workforce is obviously quite long-term, but what can be done short-term to relieve this pressure? Well, the, the initiative announced today is really about um, accepting that over the next 10 years, so longer-term horizon, um, that if we don't do anything, then we are going to uh, lose GPs and, and they'll, be, they'll be more difficult to replace later than earlier. So this is about getting ahead of that, uh, incentivising more medical graduates to go into GP training. Um, so that's what today is about. In the short term, we already have uh, immigration changes that we've made and Te Water Health New Zealand and other health organisations, private health organisations, now have the, the benefit of being able to recruit offshore and, and finding that a lot easier. So we're looking at a 10-year time frame of seeing the fruits of, of this particular uh, initiative. I think that the fruits will be felt way before then. I think I'm just referring to the assessments that have been made that over, over the next 10 years we expect to see a reasonably significant proportion of current GPs retiring or, or leaving the profession. And we need to be working now to make sure that we've got um, GPs and, and graduates ready to take place. So today is about doing that. Uh, the Royal College of GPs says we need to be lifting the number of GP trainees from about 200 a year to about 300 a year. So this is a, a step in that direction. There will be other initiatives too. The, the great thing is I think there's a good relationship um, between the Ministry and Te Whata Order Health New Zealand and the Royal College of GPs on the range of things that need to happen to increase the number of, um, of GPs that we are uh, training and, and creating within New Zealand. How much was that pay discrepancy between GPs and, say, registrars or other doctors who go into other sectors in the system? I don't have a precise dollar figure on it, except to say that I know from uh, correspondence I've had and information I've had is that it was clearly a, a material factor in the decision of of young medical trainees when they were you know, working out whether they want to be GPs or stay in hospitals. Um, that was a factor. They, they felt as if they were kind of being penalised by going off to train as a GP, whereas their counterparts in hospitals um, were not suffering that, that sort of loss of pay as a result. So that that, that kind of levels the playing field in that respect um, and will make it easier, I think, for those who do have a genuine interest and wanted to be a GP and making the decision to do so. 
Just regarding nurses around the country deciding to turn down all extra shifts next or this week, uh, but Tia Fatsuwara did at the time when they announced this, the union did, has warned them that this could be an illegal or unlawful strike. Is this true? Um, look, um, I, it's not for me to, to say that. I think there is an issue there. Fatsuwara is concerned that an, an, an initiative that was introduced during the very, very difficult winter months to provide additional financial support to nurses taking on extra shifts was always going to be time limited. On the other hand, I understand the nurses' organisation um, and the point they're making, which is that, well, some of that pressure actually um, uh, hasn't abated as much as you know, some people might think. And so I just urge Tafato Water Health New Zealand and the New Zealand Nurses' Organisation to work constructively together to work their way through this. I think there's merit in the arguments on both sides. But my expectation is that both will work together to to resolve this without causing inconvenience. We've been getting quite a few reports, and uh, you know there, there is immense pressure on nurses to work these extra shifts, Minister, and seeing screenshots of people being bon- bombarded via text, Facebook Messenger, uh, many calls. Is this acceptable? Putting this amount of pressure on already a very um, stretched workforce on our nurses specifically. If it's coming from managers and those responsible for showing shifts and what have you, or senior managers, then I think there's a real question about the acceptability of that. If it's coming from colleagues, I just think, um, you know, at that point, management does have to give a very clear message that it is the responsibility of roster managers and frontline health managers to fill those shift needs. Um, it is, you know, a nurse who has finished their shift or finished their shift workload for the week, um, and, and is not rushed to do any other work, is entitled and must have time off. Those who elect to do additional work, then it's got to be truly voluntary and it shouldn't be the subject of undue pressure. On Aitimahi Kia that is the Health Minister, Andrew Little.